Have you ever seen that? Um, I'm yawning. Have you ever seen that TikTok that was like, in high school you were either happy or it was so funny. I do. You know what I have to say to that? Don't you dare bring out your recorder right now. Please don't trigger us. I'm triggered. That was my water. Well, I hate that. On that note, that was our musical intro. I feel like the recorder has the same effect on me that like the word moist has effect on people. I hear a recorder and I just, I feel gross. It's my favorite instrument. Oh my god. It's my favorite instrument. Well, Welcome <laughs> to Obscurical Musical, the podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Recorder. No, you are not. Fine, I'm Lynn manuel Miranda. No, you're not that either. Baby Yoda. Sure. My special guest, Baby Yoda. It's me. Just kidding. It's Amber. I'm Amber. And <laughs> welcome to our podcast where we discuss unknown underground shows i'm in a weird mood right now yeah i will say me too it's really hot out i'm just i don't know you know when you're like feeling like you could just be like a little worm yes oh okay here's another thing that i wanted to talk about with you because i feel like we haven't talked about it much but i feel like it would be relevant to this podcast do you watched in the heights yeah the movie yeah that recently came out. Yeah. How did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, I liked it. Um, I prefer the musical TBH, yes. like the stage production of mm-hmm. it. Um, I did read I... a lot about how a lot of Afro Latin Latine, I should say, because Latinx is not. It's not uh, appropriate anymore. No, because it doesn't make sense. The X doesn't, doesn't make that sound in Spanish. Anyway, um, a lot of Afro-Latina people were upset because they didn't feel represented, and my heart goes out to that because that really sucks being not represented mm-hmm. in a movie that they should that have been represented. representative. But yeah. I did read something. It was like uh, Rita Moreno, who was... But she's like light-skinned i understand that she's light-skinned but she was like you can't win so i'm like i'm torn about it obviously i have no commentary to begin with i have it's really difficult for me too because my entire life i've been invalidated about my ethnicity because i'm light-skinned so it's like we're too white or we're too dark like there's literally Mm -hmm. no middle ground and it kind of sucks because That's just how people, like, people are like, oh, I didn't know you're Puerto Rican. You look white. And I'm like, no. On what planet? (laughs) I'm full Puerto Rican, even though, like, I do have lighter skin. Like, I'm legitimately full Puerto Rican. And I'm indigenous. So, like, I'm, like, the original, like, like, I have indigenous blood. Like, it's just... It's, you can't, I, no one, no one can win in these situations and... But she also doesn't, I don't have, I definitely don't have a platform to talk because I'm white, so yeah. I shouldn't even be commenting on it, but I was just, I thought that that was interesting. Although the woman who played Nina, she's Afro-Latina. Yeah, but she's like a little bit lighter skin, but... Yeah. They but were I'm just like, upset that it, complaining about? it was because like not enough leads. I get it. Yeah. 
I understand it. And, in, like, In the Heights is a very um, broad spectrum of Latines. Yeah. So, and they exist. I mean, Puerto Rico, literally, it, the, the foundation of Puerto Ricans is, like, the reason why I have curly hair is because I definitely have, like, African blood. Yeah. Because indigenous, the indigenous, the Taino Indians from, I should say Taino natives, from Puerto Rico have, like, the dark, long, straight hair. Because mm-hmm. indigenous people just have that, like, long, dark, thick, straight hair. Mm-hmm. And then the Spanish... The Spanish, like the Spaniards that came to Puerto Rico, like Christopher Columbus, before he went to the Americas, he came to Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. first, colonized them, brought African enslaved people to the island, Mm -hmm. everyone kind of mixed up, and that's where you get Puerto Ricans from. Wow. I Yeah. This is a whole history class, too. So, it's like, Puerto Ricans and a lot of Latinas are, like, very just mixed. So. Okay. I, I get, and I can understand, like, how it feels like, not yeah. me personally, but I I understand the feelings of not being represented, and right. understandably, when it's a movie that is supposed to represent that, and right. then they kind of drop the ball in the in the one category, but overall, you liked it, you said you cried a bunch. I did cry, but because that's... I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but the one scene that I usually cry hysterically at was, like, ten times worse. They did make a couple changes from the movie... Or from the musical mm-hmm. that I was just like, man, I because mean, I love sense. the one. It makes sense for the movie. I understand that not everything can be translated well, but the one line that they got rid of from Paciencia y Fe, where she's like, "What do I do with this winning?" I, every time I have seen this show, when she sings that line, everybody in the audience goes, "Yeah, because she won the lottery." And for some reason, like, your brain is not expecting that for some yeah. reason. Because she's, she's abuela. Yeah, she's exactly. Abuela. And so, and I I like what they did with the number. I don't like that it was right before she died. I know. That was, I knew it. I was like, yeah. no, they don't. No, they aren't doing this. I said that was doing really this. uncalled and for. And the second I saw that she was stepping out in the subway, I was like, nope. No, I know what they're, I know where I know. they're going with this. And this is mm-hmm. really upsetting to me. And I started crying immediately. Yeah. And Brendan, my boyfriend, was with us when mm-hmm. we were watching it. And he was like, what's going on? What's going on? And oh, I'm just like... he's never seen it, yeah. <laughs> I'm like already like about to start crying yeah. because I know what's going to happen. And it was like 10 times worse in the movie than it was I get the, the dif- I get the difference. You know, that's it's like a little bit of like the movie magic, I would say, that yeah. they kind of bring in later that he finds the lottery ticket in her, like belongings. It's like a, yeah, it's like a and movie that's a classic. Trope, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, all right, I'll give you that. But I was still like, every time I was like in the audience for that show, every time they're like... Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, such a moment. And there was another thing that I didn't, that I wasn't... Nina's mom? Nina's mom, yeah. I I didn't, I hated her songs anyway, so it was fine. I, and I'm glad yeah. that they got rid of Inutil. Yeah, I don't I like that one that either. Song. Um, But I thought it was interesting that they left out kind of the subplot of, like, Benny not being accepted by the dad because he's black yeah dating nina like they kind of were just like oh it's an old flame i'm like that kind of gets rid of i like that song sunrise i was like I y'all got rid song. of that they song. did get rid of sunrise and in blackout they turned the that one the into vanessa into yeah. vanessa and usnavi's like fight instead of yeah benny and nina's which 
that worked perfectly. I thought that worked really well. I do think they got rid of Benny and Nina's little dispute mm-hmm. only because it just didn't fit in the movie. Yeah. It would have been too long, and it would have been so much to explain. I know. And I'm, I mean, like, with a musical, you have so much more time. Yeah. With a movie, you don't I have was that much time. I was very impressed with Lynn's singing. I was not looking forward to that yeah. note at the end, which makes me think... Do you think they did something to kind of work with his voice? Because I thought it sounded a lot better than what we heard in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. But I was wondering the same thing. I was like, hmm. Because he sounded good. I'm wondering if they <laughs> used a little auto That's what I thought too. But I talked to my coworker and my coworker, she's like, yeah, my husband usually like picks up on that kind of stuff. And like he didn't pick it's, up on they it. They got really they But I'm like, really they probably got really with good it. with it. So yeah, that's why I was like that note at the end. I was like. Okay, Mr. Miranda. Okay. I'm going to leave that for... I'm just going to leave that a little mystery. Just a little mystery. You don't want to look into it? No. I kind of want to look into it. No, we're just going to leave it a little mystery. Because did he, did he use auto-tune? Did he not? Because, my know. goodness, in Hamilton, he really he really was stretching in some of that stuff. Yeah, he really was. He was really... You can tell that his yeah. voice was, I was like, hell. I can't remember... Oh, my God. But the choreography in Paciencia Yife... Amazing. Obsessed. Amazing. Obsessed. That's why I was like, The choreography okay. is what I wanted the most out of the entire musical. I yes. wasn't I wasn't honestly impressed with anything more than the choreography. I do have to say sometimes it was and maybe this is just because it's a movie, but it was it besides that song and spe- like specifically Pescencia Fe, it was hard for me to focus on the dancing. Oh no, not for me at all. Not because really. it's all so Maybe I need to watch it like, again. That's I was also looking for Carnival. my student. Yeah. I was looking for my student in the background, and he was in the entire last scene Aww. in the, um, like, the fire hydrant. Like, he's in the entire last that's scene cute. in the background. Yeah, I'll have to point him, I'll have to, like, show you that one scene and just, like, point him out. That's so that's really why cute. I was, like, the first time I watched it with my boyfriend, I was not focusing on the dancing. I was, like, looking at everyone's faces, like, where's this right, kid, where's right. this kid, where's this kid? Um, so that was a really cool part of it, um. The Carnaval de Barrio song was my favorite. Yes, because that's I mean that, that's my always favorite. that's always been my favorite too. Especially when they put the like in the, on the Broadway show, I feel like they always put the girls up in like a human carnival like fountain. I've only I seen think it they once. did that at Knack, but they did it at another time. production that I saw. Oh really? Where they like put the girls up on the guys' shoulders and then they like walk around like <laughs> it was really cool. Anyway. I like the choreo of that one because I saw, like, all the different... Mm -hmm. I do have to say, it's probably one of my top movie adaptations. It's up there with with a couple others. I think they did a good job with it. They definitely did a really good job in terms of movie adaptations. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's hard... I mean, it's it's been hard for me to balance the appreciation of it and then also recognize where they fell short Mm -hmm. with, like... And there's like there's also there's this a whole other issue too with colorism in oh yeah the Latin community. I'm sure we're gonna see the same issues in West Side Story. I'm not looking forward to West Side Story. I, there's gonna be a I lot. I just feel like Story. there's just gonna be a lot of brown face. I love West Side Story. Yeah, there was brown face in the original. Yeah, which is disgusting. but I'm hoping that Mr. Steven Spielberg does it right. Is he racist? I don't know. Something about him just sounds a little racist <laughs> to me. Is the beard. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I don't think I can comment on that right now. I don't know, but it sounds racist. 
He got away. I have nothing to back this up at the moment. Um. So anyway, that was. I just wanted to get your your hot take on it because. No, I liked it. It was enjoyable. I want my family to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um. My mom loves In the Heights. Yeah, I watched it with my mom. She enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Well. Oh, also, um, the song "No Me Diga" was so cute. Yes, I okay, that one. That one was my favorite. I think yeah. out of like all the songs that they've done that they redid, that one in the party in the hood. It's just a man with freckles. I've always been obsessed with Anthony Ramos. Ramos. Yeah. Ramos. G- give me a man and he's, in freckles. He's Puerto Rican. Like, come on, beautiful man. Like, thank you for representing. Like, you know who else got freckles? J Lo. Like Mm -hmm. the Puerto Ricans, they represent. Doing your service. You know who else got freckles? Jason Siegel, who I'm always in love with, and my man's. His freckles. Mm -hmm. I think I've only seen his face like three times. Yeah. In person, at least. Yeah. He's He's also pale. He is a pale boy, but darker than me, just a little bit. Really? He's got a lot of olive undertones. Yeah, you're pinky. Mm-hmm. You're little pink. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway. besides talking about In the Heights, the real reason we are here, we are gathered on this hot <coughs> Tuesday. I choked on my ice water. Because she's so excited. We're going to be talking about the musical um, Little <coughs> Miss Sunshine. Give me a second. Sorry, she's got to recover. All right. We're talking about Little Miss Sunshine, the musical, which was originally a movie. Yes. Um, it was one of my, it's, I would call it, I think it was like a, it's like a hips, hipster movie, I would say. It's like yeah. very indie, very. The indie, yep. A very indie It was movie. before uh, Steve Carell was famous. Hmm. That's like baby Abigail Breslin. She was in like a bunch of stuff, like as she was older. Interesting. Um, what like, year did it come out? I've never seen um, it, so. 2006 it came out. So it's a real Ooh. indie film. It's got Steve Carell in it before he was famous on The Office. Um, like Tony Collette is in it. She's in um, a really good TV show called United States of Terra. And you have Abigail Breslin, who was in um, that one movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one movie where the sister has cancer and... The Sister Keeper? My, my Sister's keeper. keeper, yeah. She was in that, and she was in like a bunch of other stuff, but she was a baby in this one yeah she was itty bitty so what's interesting when we talk about this one i just recently watched the movie version and amber watched the bootleg of it was really funny of the um like preview so we're gonna have like different perspectives on it obviously we listened to the music a little bit but she got more of the staging production of it while i I have more like movie because you know what you know i love them Every single time during, like, the applause or the change of sceneries, they always put the camera down oh, yeah, to yeah, not yeah. get caught. And then you can hear, like, My as, and then they'll be like, woohoo! And then they'll go back up. Yeah. And it's just really funny because the guy who was, like, recording uh-huh. kept, like, making, like, these, <clears throat> or he'd be like, ah, ha, 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 in the background. <laughs> I'm like, this is oh, amazing. No. I just, I feel like I'm getting the whole experience. Whenever I go and see a show, sometimes I'm like, what if we, like, did, like, spy glasses? And we record... Like, do you think they got enough gigabytes on a spyglasses Maybe. to do this? I'm sorry. Bootlegs are... Shh, we don't like... We don't like... We don't like bootlegs. We don't condone bootlegs. We don't appreciate those. We don't like um, illegally recorded 
things. So, Little Miss Sunshine the Musical um, is based off of the film with the same name, with um, Steve Carell in it, Abigail Breslin when she was a baby, Tony Collette, um, and a bunch of other people, like, before they were kind of well-known. I feel like I know the grandpa from somewhere, too. I don't know anybody because I don't know anything. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so, the original music is by William Finn, and the book is by James Lapine. And it premiered at the Mandelweiss Theater Lapine. Lapine, um, in February of 2011 in San Diego. So typically, like, I feel like with shows like this and a lot of shows that we discussed, they go through, like, experimental phases. So yeah. it usually starts in San Diego or Chicago or somewhere, somewhere in obscure West in New Coast, York. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of start there and they experiment with it um, before it goes off-Broadway. So it started off in San Diego in 2011 and then it went off-Broadway in 2013 then there was an off, which I didn't even know was a thing, off West End. Like, there's West End, and then they have off, West End is in the UK. Yeah. That's but so they funny. It's off like an off West. Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, UK well, duh. Version. Yeah, they have that. Huh. Um, so it was and there in 2019. Know. Now, uh, per, like, uh, community theaters and high schools and stuff can get the rights to it because it's owned by MTI. So a lot of my information I found off of MTI. So now the rights are available for people to get. Um, and put on their own productions of it. And I haven't seen anything professional since that 2019 production in the off-west end. Hmm. So the basic plot, and this is the same as the movie, um, you have the Hoover family who are in the middle of Albuquerque, New Mexico, I think, and they're traveling to California because their youngest daughter, Olive, um, is in a pageant known as Little Miss Sunshine, where we get the name. Um... Recently, their uncle, the uncle, Uncle Frank, um, comes out of a psych ward after an attempted suicide um, and is now, you know, having to live with the family. At first, it's like, you know, like being watched and being observed That's and all that kind of stuff. That's the mom's brother, right? That's the mom's brother, yeah. So then you have the mom and you have Richard, the father, who is... A floundering motivational speaker that's why he's always like oh like you don't want to be a loser you got to know that you want to win like he kind of has this like warped sense of self sense of self yeah. sense of life and he kind of puts that upon olive so we see that with you said that like he fat shamed her there's a whole entire scene in the movie um about her getting ice cream yeah and Same he's in like the well, don't production. have ice cream and then she goes and she asks one of it was like miss California. Miss California. She goes, do you eat ice cream? She's like, yeah, all the time. It was really cute. Um, so you have mom, daddy of the uncle. And then you have grandpa as well, who's been kicked out of the retirement home. So you have all <laughs> these people kind of just like and living the in this house. Yes. Um, grandpa is working with Olive on her whole Little Miss Sunshine spiel. And then you have Dwayne, the brother, who has recently taken a vow of silence um, and also wants to become uh, a pilot. So, we find out that Olive has a spot in Little Miss Sunshine in California in, like, three days or two days that they have to get all the way out there. She is not your average pageant, pageant gal. Yeah. In the movie, Abigail Breslin actually wore a fat suit to make her look a little chunkier. Really? Um, yeah. But you can tell in the difference in that movie scene, you have all, like, the glitz and the glamour, and she comes out in, like, a one piece with, like, her long hair and, like, a low ponytail with glasses, and it's just, like, she's so, like, I was just, like, 
I love you, Olive. Like, she's just, like, I would say she's, she's your average ten-year-old. Yeah. Like, she's, like, but she's she's a little nerdy, a little... She's I don't want to say pageant Yeah, girls. she's different than, like, your average pageant girl. She's a But she's more got the queen. confidence yes. of a queen. Confidence is everything. So... The movie is basically all about this family of a bunch of dysfunctional, quirky characters all going into a beat-up yellow, like, punch... I don't want to say punch-buggy van, but like Volkswagen. a VW... Yeah, Volkswagen uh, van. And going from New Mexico to California. Along the way, we find out a little bit of information about each of the families, like why Frank committed... Or, you know, attempted suicide. Um why Dwayne takes a vow of silence. The grandpa is a little kooky. He's got a lot of things to say. He's he nasty. ends up he ends up dying no. halfway through the trip. And the family's like, you know, they're at the hospital claiming the body and they're like, well, you can't leave him here. But he's like, yeah, like we have to be in like California in like a like the next morning. And they're like, you can't leave the body here. Like he's like, yeah, but we'll just like come back and get it. And they're like, no, you can't do that. So they take the body out before it heads down to the morgue yep. and put them in the back of the van. That's which sounds morbid. horrible and morbid when I, like, describing it to you in the plot, but hilarious in the film that they're just like, come on, we're just going to get him. And they're like, are you serious? So he's in the back of the van as they're driving for the last couple of hours. They finally get to Little Miss Sunshine, and they put on this production, or not, they put on this production. What am I talking about? So we get to Little Miss Sunshine, Olive goes up, she's clearly very different from the rest of them, goes up, mm. does her talent portion, which she has been saying for the entire movie, and I'm assuming the entire musical, that she's been practicing, she goes off to go practice and stuff like that, but you never actually see it until she's on stage. Right. And it is quite an interesting thing. So, am I missing anything from, like, the staged version at all no. that they added I in? I mean, they, it was the same, basically, they just added, like, songs mm -hmm. obvi yeah um trying to think they had an entire song that miss california sang about bulimia <laughs> yeah. beautiful <laughs> yeah it was uh something and <laughs> um yeah how did they do so when i heard that this was a musical a majority of the film is in the them bus. in a in a bus, yeah. So I was wondering how they did that it in the bootleg. It was really cool. So it was basically like, um, think of like the Flintstones, okay, where they have like a big bus and the bottom is where the feet like, and they're literally like walking mm -hmm. and they're pushing it. They're sitting, mm -hmm. but they're like pushing it. Especially the son Dwayne, he's in the back. He doesn't really talk much, so he doesn't really have too much. Yeah character like his character doesn't does, doesn't do much until so he until he has a mental breakdown yeah because he wants to go to pilot school which is how they got him into the bus they're like i'll get you to go to like we'll get you flight lessons right. he's like yeah because he's go. like a teenager so yeah he, until he finds out that he's colorblind and then he has a meltdown because and you then he can't talking. you can't fly a jet when you're colorblind or when you're too tall apparently yeah one of my ex-boyfriends he's he was six three and he wanted to go to pilot school interesting and he was too tall which made me laugh because that's really funny yeah like he was literally do you think too you're tall. too short oh 100 i guess you have to be a certain height yeah like you would be a very good princess uh fairy princess in disney i World. wanted to be i wanted to be fawn or silver mist i guess i can't be silver mist because i'm not asian but and i don't look asian 
but I just wanted to be. I just, I just want to, I want it to be Wendy so bad. I feel like I'm in, you being I love, out so, like you being outside so much in the sun, I feel like you would get very tan. Oh, 100%. I get really so dark. I don't know if you could be I would the have, Asian one. I forget what her name is. I don't think so. Not Silver Mist. Yeah. Silver Mist, Fawn, Tinkerbell, Rosetta. Yeah, you gotta be pale like me. Yeah. That's the thing. I can't be, I can't be Moana. any of the, I can't be any of the princesses or any of the fairies, I guess, because I'm just too dark. They're all yeah. white or whatever. Anyway. So it was like a Flintstone van? Because in But that- it was so cool because the seats, when they were talking, the seats would rise <gasps> up. So you could see. That's what, yeah. You could see, like, who were, who was talking. So, like, let's say it was, like, Olive and the grandpa in the middle seat. They would rise up or, like, and it was, and they would, like, switch seats. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but the dad was always driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mom was sometimes in the back with the kids. And um, the uncle was sometimes in the front. And, mm-hmm. like, they were all, like, switching seats. And they would all have, like, their own little dialogues. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. And then the part where they're pushing the bus, um, obviously, like, they're pretend pushing for a little bit. And then it starts going. And there's this one part where Olive has to get in, but it's in slow motion. I'm saying that in quotes. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, a flashing light. Oh, so it's like, yeah. It, like, it goes dark, and then you see her. You know what I mean? And then it has, like, that, like, weird... It yeah. just tricks your eyes into thinking it's going slow, but it's not. Yeah. She's, like, moving in real time. So that was That's pretty cool. cool. They did a really good job with it. I was very impressed. It was, like... And then on top of that, like... On, in certain scenes, they would put the walls and, like, the roof mm-hmm. on the um, van or the bus or whatever. Um, but other times, they would take it off so you can see them better. Like, yeah. when they're, like, mostly in the van and stuff. In the one preview that I showed you, it was, I guess it was for the, it said European tour, so I don't know. It's probably, yeah. Um, they, it looks like they stacked, they, they started it in the kitchen of the house. Yes. And then they took, like, the retro chairs that were all yellow like the bus and they like stacked it on top of the dining room table this is if i would put on a production of little miss sunshine the musical i think i would do it with like putting the retro chairs on top of the table and making that into the bus and having it on wheels obviously and like doing something like that like that's how i think i would do it but i like it was really what that cool. production did. It was really cool because then they could like drive around, mm-hmm. um, and it was just the boy in the back or whoever was in the back corner steering right. essentially and pushing everybody. Yeah, and then um, everyone was just like walking along, but he was the one you can see him. He was working hard. That boy, <laughs> they really worked him because he was he was in the corner in the back, so he was the one who had to like steer it, I guess. Um, and he was like pushing it and you can tell and I'm like, dang boy, like they had you work and you can't, you're not talking like they'll put you to work. Yeah. Um, so that was really funny, but it was cool. It was really cool. Yeah. There's definitely a couple of the songs that I was like, Ooh, okay. That's cool. But I feel like the songs were kind of really, nothing really stood out for this one that I picked. It's called for the first time in my life. It starts out with the beginning, like with pageant girls. I don't know if that was in your video that you saw. But I liked I like the ending of it. Also, Olive I think basically carries the show. Oh, 100%. with all of her singing, and like I don't I don't know how difficult it would be to find a nine or ten year old to sing all of like it's not like difficult songs. They kind right. of cater it towards a kid, but that still is a lot of singing and a lot of you know 
line story about it. and I was thinking about that with all of these plus there's harmonies like as a nine-year-old she did a really good job yeah like, like you have to actress. have a really special special girl to do that but anyway right. this is the song for the first time in my life it's towards the end where I guess they're all deciding that they're going to go to Little Miss Sunshine and they're all getting in the van this is the only one that I was like ooh okay I think it's cute So there's just like screaming that I'm like, what's happening? I think the screaming is the other pageant girls mad at her for yeah. entering. This is where it is. Fun fact, that song wasn't in the really? production. I, a lot of the songs that you sent me, so you sent me like a whole list of the songs in the playlist, they weren't in the musical. So I forgot to mention that they like, apparently they cut like all but three songs from it. Yeah. Um. So I think this is after your bootleg, um, <laughs> because it's in with like the rights to Little Miss Sunshine. Right. But I wish they did more of that song rather than the pageant girls singing in it like i liked if they would have expanded those 20 seconds that i really liked yeah um they don't really do that at the beginning it's more of these like bratty pageant girls that she's yeah. talking to and they're like making fun of her in the beginning of the yeah. song yeah so this is the one uh pushing the pushing the bus um the, the good part of it i kind of skipped they like <laughs> have to get they have so the bus breaks down bus breaks down and they find out rather because it breaks down on us on a saturday and they're like well it's saturday like you know repair shops are closed out here and then the repair guy was like well if you get the bus up to a certain speed you can put it into gear and it'll start up on its own you just can't slow it down or whatever so that's why they always have to push the bus to get it started and all yeah. that kind of stuff it's like a running gag so this is the song pushing the bus <laughs> Cute. Like, it is cute. This song was in the production I watched. Okay. Instrumental. Let me see what MTI has for it. singing at the beginning yeah it's just like i think the dad is like motivating them because they're like oh man what yeah you do it's over we can't do anything anymore and the dad's like come on we can do it um yeah it was interesting um did is i didn't get to listen to all of those songs i listened to like half of them mm -hmm. 
Um, and then I was honestly bored, and I had other things I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's there a song that the grandpa sings to Olive? Is it the most beautiful girl in the world, do you think? Yeah. If you're not the most beautiful girl This is song. I was like, he's going to die. Yeah. I, well, he knew I that he was going to die. He knew he was sick. You can tell because he wanted to talk to his son. And have well, he had a drug issue. Yeah. Well, yeah. He like there was a time though he was like I have to talk to my son and the mm-hmm. dad the dad is like no I don't want to talk to you because um, it was a whole thing and then in the production that I watched there was a scene where the father of the two kids what's his name Roger Richard is it Richard Richard or yeah. is it not yeah. the grandpa yeah it's Richard so Richard. Richard after grandpa dies Richard sings a song about how. Um, his dad wasn't in his life, mm-hmm. and that after Olive came around, he came back to live with them after he got kicked out of the retirement home, mm-hmm. and he, like, his entire life changed, like, Grandpa's life changed, and how he, like, made Olive his world, yeah. and gave Olive all the things that Richard didn't have, mm-hmm. and he was, like, struggling with, like, that jealousy, but also appreciation, and he was like, well, like, how how can this be the same man? Like, it was, right. like, all these different things, which interesting. I... It was an interesting well, song. I liked it. It's interesting because they put the grandpa character in a different light, almost. Like, yeah. Like, he's more, like... Is he, like, as crass as he was in that one scene oh, that I yeah. showed you? Where yeah. he's, like, fuck a lot of women. He didn't say that because I think they can't necessarily say that in a, Yeah. In a I would. But he did say something about, like, sleeping with a lot of women. Yeah. A lot of, like, a lot of boobs. Um, okay. Because that's the part of the charm that I loved, like, this movie for, is that you kind of have this crazy grandpa who just, you know, has a drug problem and dies all of a sudden, and and you're just, just like, sleeping And they put him in the back of the van! (laughs) So, but I'm glad that they put that song in there for Olive, because there's a lot of... Olive clearly is not the typical pageant girl. However, she's got the confidence of a pageant girl, but that's besides, besides the point. But, like, that was a big thing with the final scene, which I'll... And the song that she does in the movie so cute which is very clearly not a pageant talent so in the movie she dances to what is that super freak yeah i think so i don't know but it's like the dirt is there's a very sexy girl like that kind of song and she is doing the most dirtiest moves and she's just like, like slapping her butt she's basically slap, stripping yeah slapping her butt she's like stripping out of her tuxedo and her magic cap and like the pageant attendees are horrified, horrified that this little girl is, like, dancing to this song about how this woman is a freak and, like, you know, a hoe. And, you know, you have this, you know, adorable yep. little girl up there just, like, dancing these moves that she should not be doing. And she said in the beginning, she's like, my, I want to dedicate this to my yes. grandpa. He's the one, like, we practice this together. He taught me all these moves. And then the so guy, it's... yeah, so he, I want to dedicate to my this to my grandpa. And then the pageant guy is like, oh, well, where is he now? And she goes, in the back of our van. <laughs> and everyone's just like, okay. So, like, all the pageant people are clearly very horrified about this girl dancing a very inappropriate song. And then at the end, the family all stands up and starts to clap and cheer her on. And then eventually, they try to get her off the stage, Olive. And the family's like, no, 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 don't do that. So then they all go up together and dance together. But in the musical, they still have that scene. However, they make her sing a song. And the song is titled, Shake Your Badonkadonk. 
And I'm assuming song ever. I'm a first of all love the title. I'm assuming it is the same dirty moves. Oh, it is. Okay, good. And they have her stripping too. Good. Where like she like removes like the thing and reveals like a sequin. Yeah, it's nothing like crazy inappropriate, but like it still is this girl taking off her clothes to this very inappropriate song. So let me play you "Shake My Binocodons" because this little girl kills it it starts off in the beginning which is really funny it starts off in the beginning as this like sweet little song about this girl who is like you know getting married and all this kind of stuff and then it goes to the wedding night and she needs to know how to shake her badonkadonk but i'm just gonna go to the exciting part okay it's so cute For the listeners at home, Lizzie and I are dancing. We're like chair dancing, like really awkwardly. I want this to be my wedding song. Yes! <laughs> We've been talking about weddings. Um, so that was Shake My Badonkadonk, and, and the, the, movie, the movie and the musical, they end basically... With security coming in and escorting this family out. And the police officer, in the movie at least, comes out and is like, well, we're going to let you go. It's just as long as you promise that Olive never does a pageant again. And they're like, yeah, we can live with that. And then they just go home. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And <laughs> so- it ends. And, yeah. So, yeah. Um, final thoughts. Now, here's the thing. <sighs> there, are, there are a lot of elements of this musical that I think there are elements that I love that are present in like I say it in quotes family musicals like you have the dysfunctional family you've got like the mom and dad and then you've got like the kid like there are so many musicals that I love with these like dysfunctional families and it's funny to watch and it's funny to view um so that part I like and I like the part you know at least the set design with like the bus that those kind of things really fascinate me also, just the song "Shake Your Badonkadonk." Yeah, like how can you hate a song like that? Even if it is Especially a little nine-year-old, it's, it's a little yes. girl singing it, and it's so cute. And she's like, you can tell she's out of breath because she's doing these like yeah. really crazy moves, and it's just so endearing. Yes, but it's not for me. Not for you. I think I would go see it. <laughs> I would go see it. I wouldn't go see it like on the big stage. No, I don't think it would do well on the big stage. But I think no. if a really, really good community theater production snatched it and did a good job with it yeah i would go see it like with the whole bus thing yeah i would go see it if it was low-key but really well done but i wouldn't right. go see a high school do it i wouldn't no i i don't the even songs know how are forgettable the songs are it's yeah it's not good in terms of like music it's just so i do appreciate plain. that they kind of went further with the whole like family dynamic how they're like well grandpa yeah he was kind of like not a great guy, but, like, look at what he brought when he came in. I'm, I appreciate that they did that. I think there's just a level of charm from the original movie that might translate over to the musical that would get people to go see it. Yeah. And maybe if you saw the movie before you did all of this looking into the musical, I don't know if it would change it at all. I don't know. I don't know. Because um, it's a good, like, indie 
it's one of like my favorite like indie films. films. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I've honestly. It feels like a Juno movie. Yeah. Like you always like I have like, or something like Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes. Type, where it's like maybe it's not your favorite movie, but like if somebody says that to you, you're like, oh, I love that movie. Like. Yeah. It's got that same kind of, like, quirky, dysfunctional charm that, like, Juno and Perks of Being a Wallflower, which, okay, side note, I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower recently. I was an asshole in college, or not in college, in high school, because I loved that movie. It's a horrible movie. I literally watched it when I It is such a giant cliche. When I was in high school, or no, when I was in college, I watched it, and I was like, I this s- is I don't understand what all the fuss is about because like I never knew anything about it. I never seen it before college. You, I was I was a wannabe hipster in high school. Yeah. I was that wannabe annoying hipster girl. I was just like who fell in love with this not that book maybe. and fell in love <clears throat> with this movie. But and I can see how it could maybe relate to a lot. Like again, I can see how this like indie quirky mm-hmm. uh, underground I put in air quotes movie can relate to a lot of people. Like with Perks of Being a Wallflower, they're like, you know, you know, everyone's kind of like a Charlie, or everyone's kind of like, you know, everyone kind of feels like an olive every once in a while. So, I get it, I understand it, I just don't know if it translates too well onto the stage. I feel like I would have Ooh, to do, yeah. like, a very specific, like, costume design and style of set. Like, it's all gotta kind of go really, really well together in order to do well. Yeah, it it's difficult because you can tell... What the themes are trying to be, like, kind of just like, oh, like, with Olive, just, like, be yourself regardless of yeah. societal norms. Because she's, like, a little bit chubbier. Um, mm-hmm. And you can't choose your family, but it's the only you one that you've got. Yeah, like, and it's like, oh, like, we'll stick together through whatever we go through. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely it, translates better, I think, in the movie than it yeah, would be on stage. Yeah, it was, Which is interesting. It is interesting. Um, because I feel like sometimes movies can kind of take away that story when you Mm -hmm. have a movie adaptation from a musical it can kind of take away some of the teeny tiny details yeah um however i feel like this one is a little bit backwards yeah where it's like the the musical is like "Eh, it was a musical Mm -hmm. like i i have no feelings about it honestly i'm more indifferent than anything i just really like the bus idea the bus okay i will say the bus was really cool um, and the fact that you can, like, adjust the seats, like, they, yeah, would, they would press a button, so cool. and the seats would elevate in the front, the middle, and the back. So while the dad was, like, driving, the That's seats so would cool. still elevate. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. There are definitely shows that I would go see just to see the set pieces, and I think yeah. this might be one of them. But I wouldn't go see it, pay, like, hundreds of dollars for it. No. I'll pay, I'll pay $15. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking, like, Tops. 14 Okay. Because, you know, like, 7 14 Yeah. Like, they usually have, like, those weird numbers. But it almost made its Broadway. It was off Broadway. Yeah. I know. So close. Never, 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 never. So far. I mean, I get it. Like, yeah. it's not that... It's not something that someone will be like, wow, like, I want to see that again. Yeah. And it's not, like, something that, like, there's literally no recording Mm-mm. of it available on Spotify, Apple Music. We had to That does say something. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, that means, like, the music was unforgettable. Or forgettable, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Hey, I'm sleepy and you know it. The music was forgettable. Like, the, like, voices weren't great. Like, the sun, 
after his meltdown, he has a huge song about like how he hates he his mom. Sound good in it. Hang on, my birth control alarm is about to go off. Oh, how no. unprofessional! Where's my phone? Anyway, know. keep giving your final thoughts while I go. And I'm just going to. <laughs> no, no. back yeah i'm back um (laughs) as a reminder really quick before we before we end i'm starting to upload our podcast on youtube we are really getting famous out here with two views one of them is me so one of you out there but it is on youtube um it's a little bit of a delay from uploading them on spotify and apple playlists we were having copyright issues weren't we yes (laughs) they took away the big man is taking bubble boy down i just kind of blocked like just uh edited out the part that they said so if it's confusing the what part that they said uh Mm. there's a bubble around my heart no that's the best part i know so, uh, if you would like to listen to those, it's basically the Can same thing. Can you just thing, put, like, like, a... We do not own the rights to this music. No, I don't think uh, Mr. YouTube really likes that. Mr. YouTube? There's, like, literal songs on YouTube. And I don't think they get any money from it. I think that's the thing, if we want to monetize ourselves. Anyway, if you want to recommend yeah. this podcast to your friends, it's also on YouTube. Um, it's just a little bit of a delay from our usual uploading episodes. Sorry, y'all, but it is available everywhere else, and that's how you're listening to it, I guess, because you found it, and you got to this point. Yeah! So, thank you, first of all. Second of all, I love you. Third of all, I give you a kiss. Thank you for listening to another... Oh, my eyes are itchy. Thank you for listening to another wonderful episode of Obscure Musical, the podcast. I wouldn't say wonderful. It was wonderful. (laughs) We are boring today. I'm so sorry. You hear us talk about In the Heights and Little Miss Sunshine, the musical. And we'll see you next time. See you next time, guys. Goodbye. Wait, I'm trying to do castaways. Oh my god, stop. Just end the podcast. We're gonna get monetized. We're gonna get demonetized. Oh no. Okay, bye. Alright, bye.